Hello, my name is Kerlin Kavens and this is 48 Minutes, a podcast with inspiring leaders. In today's episode, I talk to Olivier Angenaat-Hoofd, a man with a truly unique and inspiring life story. Olivier is the founder of the Global Inspiration and Noble Purpose Institute and the author of the book of Noble Purpose. Olivier has dedicated his life to inspire CEOs, entrepreneurs and political leaders to serve a noble purpose. I know Olivier from the Young Leaders Inspiring Mentor program, which he also founded, in which I took part last year. I talked to Olivier about his kidnapping in Bogota, about the idea of a noble purpose and the importance of mentoring. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome Olivier and thanks for being here in your beautiful place. Thank you for inviting me. It's, it's an honor. Um, first question, uh, it's the question I ask to everyone. How are you doing? Uh, actually, I'm doing quite well. Um, I'm doing quite well because um, in this very surreal and, and weird period of the pandemic, um, I'm maintaining um, a high level of serenity, mm. um, which is not passivity. Um, um, but it's serenity. So I'm very busy, actually. Um, there's a lot of things coming to me and to us. And at the same time, I, I feel really serene and calm. And it's like things are happening what need to happen mm -hmm. in a certain way. And, and I cannot, maybe I shouldn't say this uh, in this program, but I will. Um, Do it. <laughs> And I'm also really happy that um, we have a, um, a change of leadership in the US. Um, it's not so much that I am thrilled that it is a Democrat, but I'm thrilled that it is a new style of leadership. Yeah. And this, I feel since the weekend, has a very positive influence on me. I think there is going to be a different way of looking at things. Yeah. And, um, and I'm very excited to, to be with you, um, um, to, to, to have the pleasure, the honor to, to, to be in your program, right. in your show, as the Americans would say. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. So it's good feeling. I'm, I'm good. Um, you've already talked about the pandemic. Yeah. How do you feel it will uh, change things? Or what are the things you are focusing on? Because of course there's many yeah. things. I, I think it, it is changing already and it has changed already a lot of things um, I think it's from a level that we as human beings can barely grasp with our intellect um, because there are so many things that change um, the way how we interact with each other the way how we do business the way how we work mm -hmm. the way how we um, uh, come together as friends as family um, the way how we look at the ecology, the, 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 the relevance, the essence of nature has been so important when you're locked down that at least there is a tree or I know, a pot of flowers on your terrace or your balcony or in your home. Um, the way how we look at life and death, mm -hmm. we have not, I think, been your generation and my generation, we have not been connected so intensely with the notion of death. Every day they were telling us how many thousands of people were dying. Um, so this is also very, very new. The way how we uh, go to school, the way how we learn, the way how um, um, people play and, 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 and uh, practice their hobbies. Um, mm. 
literally everything has changed. Yeah. So the impact is huge. And I personally see it as something positive um, in the sense that this is a, a massive reboot. Um, it's a massive rethinking of, of the way how we are living and the way how we are doing things. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I'm really scared about the impact it's going to have on the psyche of, of, of mm -hmm. hundreds of millions of people who feel lost, who feel confused, who feel um, um, alone, mm -hmm. um, who, who feel uh, abandoned, um, who do not know what is happening, because yeah. we still don't really know. It's this mysterious yeah. thing, you know, so it's, it's really bizarre. Um, and I'm really concerned about how we're going to be able to canalize that fear and that confusion. Mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, with that fear and that confusion, I think it's, it's a necessary step to step out of your comfort zone as a, a population, as a family, as, 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 as an enterprise, as a project, as to really rethink how can we go to the essence. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually looking at it as something um, transformational on a level that is unprecedented. Yeah, definitely. So uh, you talked about um, fear. There's a lot of fear now uh, that we see everywhere. Um, what is your biggest fear? Related to the pandemic or in general? In general. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that my biggest fear is probably um, twofold. It's becoming bored and not being relevant anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think the two go together. Yeah. I think I will become irrelevant when I'm bored and probably when I'm feeling that I'm irrelevant, it's because I'm not, you know, inventing new things, I'm not creating new ideas, I'm not um, on top of my game, as, as they say it. So, so yeah, I think yeah. being bored and, and being irrelevant. Yeah. And, and, and I mean irrelevant for, for the world. Mm -hmm. It's not just being irrelevant, because what is irrelevant, but it's, it's being irrelevant that our clients would not call us anymore, that our um, advisory missions wouldn't be um, needed anymore that I don't know my talks and 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 the book whatever mm -hmm. or whatever is gonna come wouldn't be relevant yeah. anymore yeah it's funny because um, I asked the same question to Pierre Gergen the former uh, managing partner of McKinsey and he had exactly the same answer oh, really? he was also afraid to become irrelevant okay you <laughs> see yeah great great person uh, by the way Pierre. yeah, yeah. yeah. Very wise man. Um, in the book, uh, you wrote a book, the book of noble purpose. You obviously reveal your own uh, very remarkable purpose. Uh, I'm going to read it uh, so the people know what it is. Uh, inspiring as many of the world's high impact leaders as possible to focus on the creation of joy, harmony, beauty for the benefits of the future evolution and prosperity of humankind, society and the world. Um, so there's three words and I'm, I'm fascinated to know why are the creation of joy, harmony and beauty important for our future? Thank you. That is a good question. I like that question. And I have a very clear and simple answer. Beauty for me is what is going to um, 
help us um, live with better quality. Um, the beauty of interaction, the beauty of um, uh, understanding the, the, the relevance of nature, the, the beauty of looking into each other's eyes, yeah. the beauty of art, the beauty of uh, work, the beauty of creating. So beauty, yeah. I think, is really very important. And, and, and um, it's, it's on all levels. It's, it's on a micro level, the way how you look at yourself as a human being. Yeah. Um, what is it that you find beautiful? with and in yourself, but it's also on a, on a macro level and a macroeconomic level, actually. How can we create more beautiful um, uh, relationships, interactions, um, projects, uh, ideas that will help the world, mankind, humankind to, to, uh, to evolve? Mm -hmm. Harmony for me is something which is um, essential. Mm -hmm. um, and harmony is all... The way how I look at things is always from a personal perspective and then a more societal perspective. So it, it's on the micro level and it's on the macro level. On the micro level, it is, I, I think, probably the most essential thing that we as yeah. human beings can be, this being in harmony. Yeah. Um, we have been talking about um, uh, meditation and talking about the, 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 the energetic balance and harmony. Yeah. That's what I mean. Being in harmony with oneself is, for me, essential. Yeah. But also being in harmony with the, 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 the colleagues with whom you work, the... The, uh, the hierarchy uh, to whom you report, the, the, the professional interactions you have. Mm -hmm. I, I see very often in, in, in when we um, work with organizations and enterprises, a lot of, of disruption, a lot of, not disruption in the positive side, but, yeah. but negative disruption, a lot of, of, of chaos, actually, yeah. um, a lot of, of disharmony. And, and I think in society, there is so much confusion um, uh, by the way, this purpose is something I wrote many, many years ago, so it's not something that is you know, created like at the start of this pandemic. But um, harmony for me in, in, in society is, is something which is absolutely essential for um, the world to be a better place to live, yeah. the, the, the world to be a better place for children to grow, to, to, mm -hmm. to evolve as, 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 as young uh, adults. Um, it's a better place for, for all the people to come to the, um, to the fall and the winter of their life. Yeah. Um, so that is harmony. And I think joy, probably together with love, is, is probably what most people aspire. I mean, what, what, what is the highest good you can have in your yeah. life? I don't think it's money. I don't think it's power. I think yeah. it's joy. Because you can have a lot of money and be very um, un unhappy. You can have a lot of power and be a very sad person. Yeah. Um, but I think joy is probably what is most uh, essential. And I make immediately a link, a segue to, to work, which, as you, you know from, from my book, um, the quality of work is really essential. And I think it is true, the quality of what we do, that we will become more of ourselves. And becoming more of ourselves will create joy because we are fully ourselves. You know, I can sit with you who I am. I, yeah. I don't have to put up a mask or yeah. uh, we can just be authentic with each other. And I think that is really important. So that is this notion of joy, being authentic with yourself, being able to do, um, living a fulfilling life. Yeah. Um, that's it under the notion of joy. Yeah, beautiful. Um, beautiful uh, and, and essential. And essential. No, but the answer is beautiful. <laughs> um, in the book, um, the opening chapter is called 11th of January 1994. Yeah. It was uh, a turning point in your life. Um, 
But before we go there, I, I'm interested to know how was your life before then? Well, um, I would say um, classical, um, uh, comfortable, um, exciting. Um, to a certain way, a bit of a, a bourgeois, elitarian mm -hmm. life, coming from a good family, um, having had a very good education, having a good start of the career, um, seeing all the opportunities and, and um, being, being quite happy. And at the same time, um, probably not as conscious as I think I could have been. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much living a great life without really knowing what great is or without really knowing what the yeah. future was going to be. It was more living, I would say, not from day to day, but as the things were evolving. Yeah. You know, feeling stability, feeling protection, uh, feeling support from my family. Um, yeah. I would say a regular, good quality life. Yeah. And then there was, there was, the 11th of January, yeah. I have to ask this question, what happened? Um, what happened? Yeah, um, so the 11th of January I was um, uh, visiting my partner at the time, uh, I was in Colombia and um, there was a friend who came to the house, um, uh, Brian, an, an English um, a gentleman who was a friend of the family, I didn't know him, um, but he came to visit and um, he was an art collector. Um, I said was because he died a couple of years ago, unfortunately. Um, and and I was starting to have interest in art. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, more, more from the perspective as an art collector, a young art collector, it was all exciting and new. Um, and he proposed to, um, to go and visit um, a gallery of an artist um, because I was, you know, having... I was on holiday, so I was having a lot of time and then he was interested. So we went together. It was in Bogota. It was in Bogota, Colombia. And on the way back, after a great visit to, um, um, to, the, to, to the, the gallery, um, or to the, um, um, the, the artist, um, we, uh, we were kidnapped. Um, so the, the FARC, the, the revolutionary forces of, of Colombia, uh, trying to um, overrule in a certain way the, the government, um, they, uh, they blocked our car. And when the driver tried to escape, um, they um, actually started shooting. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I got severely injured. I got three bullets, mm -hmm. uh, went, in my, went through my left leg, went almost through my right leg and went in my lower back. And um, we survived, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be able yeah. to tell the story. Um, so they, le they let us go. Um, after some time, because they realized that we were not the people that they wanted to, to kidnap. Yeah. Um, I think they wanted to kidnap um, um, my, my, my father-in-law, so-called father-in-law, um, mm -hmm. my, my friend's uh, dad. Um, and um, we were unfortunately on the wrong place, um, on the wrong time, on the wrong moment. Yeah. Or, or maybe not, because yeah. obviously it has brought a lot of well transformation and change in my life. Yeah, and, and why? Obviously, it's a transformational moment. Uh, how did it transform you? Um, it transformed me on 
two levels. First of all, on the physical level, because uh, I was paralyzed as my, um, my both legs were, um, well, massacred. Um, so I had to, to learn to, to walk again and, and, and find stability again. And it's taken a long time. Um, mm -hmm. I remember the, the first time, I was living in Brussels already at the time. And um, so when I was um, flown back uh, and then started my recuperation, um, uh, revalidation uh, time, um, when the doctor said, now you can start like running again. Yeah. I remember I started running and I, I was living uh, close to the to the to the Brussels University, and I had a big yeah. campus, like a big track. And I went running there, and it, it, I started crying while I was running because it was so f I was so full of joy yeah. that I could you know um, run again, kind of like normally, yeah. um, which was which was great. And the second thing is on a, on a spiritual level, um, because I had several weeks of of recuperation in Bogota before they could fly me yeah. back to Brussels and um, it, um, it was a time of, of intense um, uh, thinking and intense um, being. Mm -hmm. um, I was incredibly uh, uh, intensely um, um, surrounded by, by many people, yeah. even too many I would say, and there was moments that I really wanted to be alone and, um, and, and be with myself and I was thinking about why did this happen to me? Mm -hmm. um, wh what is this going to bring to me? Why do people do that? Why do people kidnap and kill other people? Um, um, what would have happened if I would have died? Yeah. Um, what am I going to make out of my life now that I'm uh, 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 alive? Um, yeah. And very unclear about my physical state because that wasn't clear. Uh, even if the doctor said you, you're young and, and you're very... Um, um, uh, sportsy and, and, and in good shape, so you will probably recuperate quite well and quite fast. But that wasn't sure at that time yet. Um, and then I started really connecting with the, the relevance of life. Yeah. The, I had never, never yeah. thought, even if I had lost my, my grandfather, which was a big shock, because he was a very healthy um, uh, person and then all of a sudden he, 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 he discovered cancer and he died in a couple of weeks. So it was really bizarre to have to be confronted with that out, out, almost out of the blue. But I had never asked questions much about that mm -hmm. and about life. And I started realizing the essence of life. And it is actually in that period, so 94 and beyond, that um, this whole notion of, of purpose, noble purpose, um, what is the quality of, of, of life that we want to, uh, to live, uh, what is going to be relevant, important, essential, uh, what is not going to be important, relevant and essential anymore, started popping up and coming back. And, and you know, So a physical transformation and a spiritual transformation. Yeah. And I, I do say spiritual transformation, not a mental transformation, because it was on a much deeper level. It wasn't like... I think it was on my soul level, yeah. Um, yeah, on the deepest level. Yeah. 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 The soul started talking. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe I started connecting more with yeah. the soul. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, in one of the other episodes, I I, uh, I spoke to Pierre Mercolini, the chocolatier, yeah. and he said having a purpose has made my life much easier from the start. Uh, he had a very clear vision of what he wanted to do in life, uh, making people happy with chocolate. <laughs> um, 
why according to you is it important to uh, to have a purpose oh how many hours do we have <laughs> <laughs> um, now for the for the purpose of, of of the time that we have together um, first of all I want to make um, a separation between purpose and noble purpose mm -hmm. and I think Galin that this is really essential because a lot of people think about purpose like an objective mm -hmm. and that is not what I think is essential um, what I think is essential is that people have a higher order objective which is what I call a noble purpose mm -hmm. um, it might shock but I think Hitler had a purpose to create the Third Reich. Mm -hmm. The way how he did it was all but noble, mm -hmm. by killing millions of Jews and gypsies and gays and communists and whatever. Yeah. So I'm not interested in having a purpose. I'm, having, I'm really interested in, in, in having um, a noble purpose and, and in having um, this connection with what it is that we do that is at the service of others, that is at the service of society, humanity, and it can be very small, it can really be, you know, around in, in your family, it can mm -hmm. be with, with, with the small community that you're active in, and it can be yeah. people that really transform the world or that really transform big things, like like, like, like Bill Gates has done, or uh, on the political level, I think that Barack Obama has done, or, or Simone Weil has done, or um, so many other people. When you have a noble purpose, it has um, the advantage of creating that harmony that I spoke about, yeah. because you're aligned. You feel that you're connected with what is probably the deepest essence that you have in yourself. Mm -hmm. um, that allows to make easier choices. Yeah. That allows to become more sharp on what is important and not important, essential and not essential, good and not good, um, um, relevant and irrelevant for you. So it helps you on the trajectory of, of, of decisions, on, on your journey, and in the, and I would say in the growth of your, your life, your career, the way how you um, create a family, it, it makes choices much easier. Um, it gives a lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you wake up and you have that connection Hence my, my fear also that what if I would not have that relevance or that feeling of relevance anymore and I would feel like obsolete. Um, you wake up and, and you have that energy that you have, you're like on a, on a life's mission. Yeah. You have something to do that is, it matters. Mm -hmm. And you go to bed and, and, and even if it has been a long day and, a, and, a, and an intense day, sometimes even a complex day because it's not because you have a noble purpose mm -hmm. that there is no complex yeah. situations to, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's really complex. Yeah. Um, I can tell you about complex, talk about complex things, but at least you go to bed and, and, and you feel fulfilled of, of, of what you have done because it's part of a bigger scheme. It's yeah. part of a bigger um, uh, purpose, yeah. right? If you live objective by objective, you go from one objective to another, it, it's very transactional. And, and I think, and I see that people make very transactional decisions. And so you're very influential by mm. others. Comes an objective that you didn't really think about or comes an opportunity and you think like, oh, maybe that's interesting. Oop, I jump on it and, yeah. and that becomes my objective. And then somebody else comes with something else, maybe even in a certain way contradictory to what you were doing before. And then you say, oh, this is maybe even more interesting. Interesting, yeah. right? So I'll jump on that. And then, so people go like, and, and that is very tiring. And that is very um, distressing. With, with many people. 
If there is one thing that I feel very surprised about, and yet not, in, in the, the thousands of interactions that we have had and that we have with, with all these organizations and all these enterprises and, 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 and family offices and global projects that we advise for, and we ask people, how are you doing? Um, often they say, yeah, we're doing quite well. And then when we go a little deeper, like, but I'm not asking your title or your role, but I'm like really how you are doing, how you are um, 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 coloring what, what, what you do, the way how you put your soul in. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, people start becoming like wider, grayer. Uh, yeah. Um, because that is missing. That noble purpose thing is missing. They have a more transactional role. Um, and noble purpose is also something which on an energetic level, I truly believe, uh, creates a certain depth mm. that is, is incomparable with anything else. Because you are doing something where you can see that others are benefiting from. You, you, you are behaving in a way that is so different than when you are solely opportunistic um, living your uh, your objectives. Mm -hmm. um, so it is also on an energetic level that yeah. things are very, uh, are very different. Um, and then maybe last thing, when you have a noble purpose, as noble purpose is what I call intemporal, so it is not related or, or connected to time. An objective, you have to realize an objective within a certain amount of time. By then you have to have done that. By then you have to have achieved that. Yeah. Um, a noble purpose is something which is, it's like part of who you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, your, your arm, your heart, your, your kidneys, you know, your big toe. I mean, it's all part of you. So your noble purpose feels just like very normal. And you're supposed to keep your arm and your kidneys and your big toe till the end of your life, right? That is the same with a noble purpose. So once you have discovered it, once you have connected with it, it's 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 it feels complete isn't it more like um that's how i would uh, translate what you say is that the noble purpose is like how the path should look like what what what, what do you want to see along the path um what are the conditions mm -hmm. and and a goal would be where are you going i don't that's more how i feel it's um yeah, is noble purpose the goal or is noble purpose the path? That's a good and smart question. I think it's more the journey. Yeah. Um, but in a certain way also in connection with the, the final destination. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, if I want to go to, let's say, Rome, or I want to go to New York, um, I can go in different ways. Mm -hmm. I can walk to New York, it would be really long but and i would have to kind of like walk on a boat or something or but okay i can i can walk i can take a boat i can um, um i can take a boat i can fly i can maybe canoe um if i would be very ambitious um, um but i still want to kind of like end in, in new york um yeah i don't want to end up in siberia or i don't want to end up in 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 in, in mumbai mm -hmm. You see, so it is the combination of the, the, the goal, where you, mm -hmm. where you want to go, and at the same time, it's the journey. Um, so for me, it is the, the why and the how. Mm -hmm. and, and when we relate that to 
to enterprises and to leadership, as we are talking about inspirational leadership, for me it is about the way how you will inspire others to achieve things. Mm -hmm. But you know what you want to achieve. Yeah. I mean, you know you want to build, I don't know, a new factory, or you know you want to do an investment, or you know you want to, mm -hmm. to um, uh, take 5% uh, extra um, uh, market share, or because you yeah. want to develop new products or new services. Or th There is an idea, but the, the question is why are you doing it? Yeah. And probably the what should contribute to exactly. joy, harmony and yes. beauty. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, okay, then the very logical next question would be, what does it take to find your purpose? Because um, I come across many people and they say, yeah, but yeah, yeah. how? How? Or I don't have it, how to get it. Yeah. Um, what I often see is that people start asking these questions, pretty much like myself. Mm -hmm. um, after a life-changing or an essential event. Um, fortunately, not many people get kidnapped to, to have an occasion to, to reboot and to rethink their life. Um, that is good. But unfortunately, a lot of people have something going on in their life. They lose somebody important, they get fired, they, they get ill, um, they, they, they divorce, um, they get confused, um, what have you. And then all of a sudden, the, the, the essential questions come. Why am I doing what I'm doing? What is going to be next? Um, what should be my future? Mm -hmm. um, this is what happens, unfortunately, in the most cases. I often, a bit as a boutade, as we say in French, um, I say people spend more time every year planning their holidays than once in a lifetime planning their life yeah. or thinking. It's not so much planning, but thinking about what is essential and what is important. Yeah. Um, so how to, um, to connect with your noble purpose? It is first of all um, a question of or a matter of intention. You, 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 you have to understand or you have to connect with that it is important for you. Um, yeah. Either because, because I think it's better that you decide um, instead of something being imposed on you, getting mm -hmm. sick, losing somebody, getting fired, what have you. So it's better that you yeah. take control over your life by saying, what I have been doing or the way how I have been living is, is, is not sufficiently fulfilling, mm -hmm. not too much harmony, not too much joy, probably not too much beauty. So I want to do things differently. So that's first um, um, a matter of, of consciousness. Yeah. Second thing is connecting with yourself. Mm -hmm. What I think is a big mistake is that a lot of people go looking for meaning, for purpose, but they don't have to go looking somewhere. They have yeah. to look into themselves because we have it all in ourselves. Yeah, we have the purpose in ourselves because, as I said, it's part of us, like an arm or kidney or a yeah. big toe, right? So the second thing is take time to, to, to look in yourself. And then the third thing is, is find a way how you can look in yourself. What is comfortable for, for you to, to look into yourself? Yeah. Some people will, will um, use music, some people will do, practice sports, some people will go on a retreat or on a series of retreats, people will... Uh, do meditation, yeah. um, people will read a book, uh, people will get inspired by conversations uh, mm -hmm. with, with a friend or with, with, with a mentor or, or a guide or what, what have you. Um, some people it's, it's a combination of all that. And then the, third, the fourth thing is, is once you think you have 
figured it out, what, what yeah. is essential for you is start shaping it, making it concrete. Well, how, which is the form it is going mm -hmm. to take? What does it mean for me? What does it mean for me to, to you know, wanting to inspire as many uh, yeah. impact leaders in the world? Um, um, and, and, and for what? So it, it took time also for me, you know, to reflect about it. Mm -hmm. So you have to make it concrete. Yeah. And then the fifth and probably the most important, and that is what I, in my book I call uh, the third day, um, is the day where you start acting mm -hmm. upon your, uh, your purpose. Yeah. And allowing that... You don't do this with like a big bang. It is something which comes progressively because it is revealing something yeah. that is essential to you. And so you have to start experimenting because it was something that, you know, was, was hidden, was not um, given light, was not yeah. being present. So you have to, to nourish it so that you start feeling more and more comfortable in the way how you will live your, um, your, your, your purpose. And I remember the first time and I also describe it quite um, elaborately in the book, is that um, it was until um, a friend of mine, who was uh, one of the VPs at uh, ING, the bank, asked me to, to tell my story, which I had never told for, for a business audience. Yeah. And, and he said, tell it, because it, it's really revealing, first of all, of who you are, and secondly, it's going to inspire other people yeah. to really reflect about their life. And I, I have to say, I went on stage calm, but at the same time a little insecure um, and so I, I told very briefly my uh, my, my story um, um, and all of a sudden I felt the energy there was 150 leaders in, in, in the audience um, and something really magic happened in that audience there was like you know it was super quiet people were all like coming it was very weird it was like they were kind of like all coming to me yeah. um, and and at the end when I had finished and and we had a, a drink there was like lines of people um, wanting to, 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 to thank me for the, having shared that and, and it had inspired them. And I thought like, wow, I just have spoken like five minutes about that thing. And then I had a more, I would say, classical keynote uh, talk mm -hmm. about the essence of life, but not about my kidnapping and what it meant to me. And that has been such a revealing moment for me that I said, if, if, if at least half of the audience is, is inspired, um, um, it is essential that people start really outing themselves mm -hmm. on what is essential for them. Yeah. So you have to learn to find the right ways to, to you know, how you're going to live your, uh, your, your purpose. Yeah, I like the word uh, experimenting because um, how I feel it is that many people, they, they feel like it's, it's a big jump they have to take, yeah. like, oh, no, and then I have to leave my old life behind me and go do something. Which is not the way how I look at it. No, yeah. you can absolutely, indeed, experiment with little It's things. progressive. Yeah. It's step by step. Yeah, and that makes it much easier, of course, yeah. to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it is progressive. Yeah. Okay. Um, we already quickly talked about it before the interview, uh, but I want to know what is your uh, relationship to money? Oh, um, first instance came like none, but that is nonsense because we all have a relationship to money and it is the relationship that we have. It's not so much money as such, mm -hmm. but um, I once learned uh, from Peter Koenig that we all have a relationship to money. So money is actually the relationship we have to money and to the material. Yeah. Um, 
I always say to, to, to clients when we um, talk business, I'm not interested in the money, mm -hmm. which is true. Sometimes I do things for free because I, I find it an exciting project and, and you know, with the team we decide to do it for free. Um, it doesn't happen too often, I have to say. But yeah. sometimes it happens. And I do a lot of, 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 of philanthropy and a lot of things for free, uh, which is not in a business, uh, the, the business realm. But um, I think um, I have a quite healthy relation to money. I'm totally not obsessed with it. I have plenty of it and I'm not obsessed by it. So it's like, and I like to give. Mm -hmm. And I like to receive, or not so much I like to receive, I think I, um, I have learned to receive. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel obliged when somebody gives me something. I mean, I'm, I'm very grateful that you invited me to, yeah. to come to your show and your program. And, and at the same time, I also think I'm giving you s mm -hmm. some content. Yeah. So what we're doing is, you know, and maybe some people will... Um, will be listening and then they will get inspired and then they will inspire others and that is how you know we, we, we create this um, I would say this this world of, of um, uh, interaction of sharing of, of giving and receiving um, so I have I think a quite healthy relation to to to, to money um, I'm not afraid um, I would say not afraid anymore to talk about money mm -hmm. it's not something that obsesses me um, I have learned very important, and, and, and I think you, you probably also have had these, these questions when you were a consultant, um, and also in the work you do now. How much are you worth? Yeah. You know, that, 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 how much am I going to charge for, yeah. I don't know, a keynote or for, yeah. for, for an intervention or for a talk with, with a company owner or when, a, I don't know, a government member yeah. asks me to, to advise, I mean, how much is that session worth? It was so confusing in the beginning, yeah, you know? and I even, yeah. I even made, um, um, I even made um, like a spreadsheet of like uh, all the consultants and, and like uh, important uh, uh, speakers, and you know I had yeah. like my list. I said, oh, so I will start there, and then I want to go there, and I want to go there. So yeah. It was more kind of like a, as a, as a game, um, and what is probably giving most um, tranquility to my life is that all that I generate and have generated or will have generated is going to go to a, a foundation mm -hmm. um, so i'm not going to take it with me and so everything will be given to to to, to philanthropy and to um, um to foundations that uh, i have created um, mm -hmm. um when with a group of uh, friends and one with uh, with my uh, with my partner my life partner um, and so so yeah it's 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 a quite cool relation mm -hmm. i have to say uh, you speak about philanthropy. What are the topics that are close to your heart? Um, um, giving possibilities to people who do not have the same chances or have had the same chances as I have had, having had um, um, a, a stable material background, having had um, a high quality education, having had um, lots of opportunities. Uh, my parents sent us around the world to travel, to, to discover, to learn languages, to, to meet people. Um, so they invested quite a lot in, 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 in us, my brothers and myself. Many people do not have these chances. So I think the development of people, giving people chances for me is very important. Mm -hmm. And that's actually the focus, and it's going to be the, the essential focus of the Salura Anohana Foundation, which is the, the one I have with my uh, to-be husband. Um, is, is, is giving means to, to children mm -hmm. 
to further develop their talents by um, artistic expression. We, be, we, do, we truly, truly believe that it's through um, the arts that people have additional means of, of expressing themselves. Um, letting them do theater or music or, or, or perform or, or dance or paint or sculpt, what have you. So for children, they can express themselves much better. And we believe that creating a format, creating an environment where they can do that is, is really important. A lot of people, unfortunately, do not get the chance, either because the parents don't have the means mm -hmm. to, to buy paint or to buy a, a music instrument or to let them go to, to dance or, or, or yeah. a theater class. Or some parents do have the means, but they think it's not important because they should study or they should be more in, I don't know, in maths or in mm -hmm. science or in uh, literature or what have you. And so they are being taken away an opportunity to evolve. Mm -hmm. So that is one focus. Another focus is, is the Forbidden Colors Foundation, which we have created with six uh, gay friends. Um, uh, the GLBTI matter is very important. There's still a lot of, uh, unfortunately, a lot of uh, discrimination um, uh, in, in many countries. Unfortunately, GLBTI people are still being imprisoned, even killed. Um, so we thought that um, creating um, a fund that will uh, allow projects to support people uh, to live a life of self-respect, dignity and freedom yeah. is, really, uh, is really essential. So mm -hmm. that is also something which is very important. And then I'm also spending quite some of my time free for, um, um, I would say, ecological and, 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 and um, matters of, of nature or matters of, of um, uh, horticulture. So I'm also mm -hmm. quite involved in, 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 uh, in that. Um, um, and then in a certain way also the arts. I have always been supporting artists, um, actually since quite young, even before I really understood much of, of, <laughs> of it. So it, it has been really a very interesting uh, process. I have met a lot of uh, really interesting artists, um, some who became world famous and some who, um, who actually faded away. And it has been very interesting to, to see how artists think, um, how, how, they, um, how they create, um, what they want to leave as a legacy. Um, um, so yeah, I think that is the, probably the most essential ones. Um, yeah. And um, the ones that also um, absorb most of my time. Yeah. There are some okay. smaller things, but these are the essential domains quite yeah it's quite a lot yeah. yeah but i think it's i was going to say it's my obligation i feel it as my obligation to give back yeah um and as we have decided not to have children we thought that we could do something for children and um, as i have seen discrimination i haven't fortunately i haven't lived it myself um or, or i've been a victim of discrimination um but i have seen what happens um around me um i think it's unjust. So all forms of, of discrimination is, is no. it's not really working with me. No, no, no. no. Uh, is there an artist in you? Yes, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, on, on, on. Um, well, you have seen, you have seen the building, you have seen the house, so you get already a bit of a grasp. Um, I love, um, I love decorating. Mm -hmm. um, I love cooking. Yeah. Um, I love gardening. Um, so it's all, in a certain way, artistic expressions. I do not sing. I'm not a good painter. Um, <laughs> but I love to paint. I, I mean, I think I'm a really lousy painter, but I just love the, the smell of the paint, the, the, the texture of the paint, to, to see what evolves on a canvas, you know? Yeah. Um, um, 
And I think I'm also an artist in, uh, in a way that I love putting people together. So I have the art of, you know, connecting people. Yeah. You have in a certain way experienced it in the yeah. Leaders Inspiring Mentors program, you know, where we bring um, very, um, uh, we say, established, um, known leaders in, in a platform where young leaders can benefit from, from their yeah. wisdom, their, their experience. Um, I'm very good in, in like yeah. understanding who could benefit from con being connected with, with, with whom. Um, it's, it's also the way of, of, of being a composer of, of situations. Yeah. You know, I, I like to, to create a context. We're now sitting here in, in our kitchen, uh, which is a very, for many, an unusual place. And at the same time, clients, they love to come and sit here yeah. because they say this is so different from sitting in a hotel or sitting in a, in a, in a, in a business environment or sitting in, 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 in a meeting room. Um, here it is transparent, open, authentic. Um, yeah. so, so I love to compose and, and sometimes we have even um, executive committees who come here or, or, or boards or, or um, um, wealthy families who, who, you know, who, who have very complex things to, to, to solve. We, we sit around the table and it's just it's just a kitchen. Okay, it's yeah. a nice place, but it's just I a kitchen table. Right yeah, <laughs> and and you know, and I serve tea, and 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 we would eat. I don't know, a piece of cake, or I would prepare something for them, and then all of a sudden, conversations are so very different. So that's an art of. Yeah. I don't know how you would say that. It's 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 a social art or something, or or you know, it's yeah, it's creating the context. Exactly. So it's composing contexts. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um. I know you, I already uh, said it, uh, from the Young Leaders Inspiring Mentor Program. Uh, what role uh, has mentoring played in your own uh, life? Oh, a very important one. A very important one. I have been um, very lucky to um, have met a lot of um, I was going to say important people, not in the sense that they were important by role or function or fortune or what have you, but important in what they have meant for me and what they have brought to my life and, and uh, the, the, the wealth, mental, mm -hmm. spiritual, um, has been incredibly important. Yeah. Um, since a young age, again, thanks to my education, thanks to my parents, thanks to my grandparents, we have had a lot of opportunities. Um, we could travel, so we could travel to people that they trusted and we could travel to situations um, or countries that um, were new and, and, and closed for us and then all of a sudden we had the opportunity. Um, I have had um, some very good teachers. Mm -hmm. um, I have had some very good um, um, professional mentors. Um, uh, that could have been a boss, that could have been a colleague. Mm -hmm. um, um, I'm actually just, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm honoring her also by that in a certain way. It's an American colleague I, I, I had when um, I was working in the telecom industry as an executive director, and and, and she's living in uh, in the Chicago area. And, and through Facebook, we got connected again after so many years. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 you know, she said, I, I often think about you, and I heard that you wrote a book. And she said, I went to order the book, and so I have given the book to to all the colleagues, um, or, or she promoted the book to all the colleagues with whom we worked. Many of them Americans, and and I said, like, wow, this is you know. So these interactions are very important. Then I have um, a whole bunch of um, 
um, it, it's a bit irrespectful when I say bunch, but I mean like a group of, of spiritual um, mm -hmm. guides. Um, um, I have um, some very um, close to my heart guides in, 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 in Belgium, um, some in India, mm -hmm. um, somebody in the two people actually also in the US, um, somebody in Italy, um, uh, somebody in Japan. Um, yeah, and, um, and it, might, it might sound weird, but in a certain way, an important mentor for me has always been nature. Mm, yeah. Um, I can really... Uh, we can continue. <laughs> I'll ask one more question. <laughs> we, um, you know, I can walk in nature and just enjoy um, what nature brings. The smell, the, 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 the harmony, um, even in the disharmony, there is harmony, you know. So yeah, mentoring has been very important for me. Okay. Uh, my partner, uh, Luciano, he is uh, in a certain way also a mentor. Mm -hmm. um, we are very different. And, and he, um, yeah, he confronts me um, with, with probably parts of myself that I, mm -hmm. I think are um, still to be, to be worked on. Um, my, my parents have been an important um, mentor, and my grandmother, my father's mother, has been a very important mentor. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. 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 And, so, and that's why I find this, this mentoring so important, and why I also was, um, I was and I still am so keen. By the way, we're going to celebrate, as you, as you, you might um, know, the, the 10th uh, edition uh, starting uh, yeah. actually this week um, of Young Leaders Inspiring Mentors. Yeah. So, yeah, mentoring is very important. Wow, well, yeah. Okay, um, we're almost out of time, so last question. <laughs> um, what could I wish you for the rest of your life? What do you hope life will bring you? Um, when, I when I turned 50, uh, we had a great um, gathering. Um, um, I said to the friends and the family um, and the ones close to my heart who were, who were there, um, I'm going to grow old. I'll be 125 when I die. I have this idea that I'm going to be an old man, but I'll be a happy and fulfilled old man. Mm -hmm. So not um, a sour mm -hmm. and complaining um, and... Um, disrespectful person so you can wish me um, fulfillment till the last breath yeah okay so yeah then thank you a lot olivier for this uh, very uh, warm conversation and um, i wish you whatever you just ask for um, I also hope that you can continue inspiring a lot of people because I believe it's really important. Um, yeah, and thank you for uh, this opportunity and for your time. Thank you, Caroline. It was really very pleasant and it was very interesting also to have to think about questions that I didn't know you were asking. <laughs> it's a good way not to give the, answer, the, the, the questions before. Thanks a lot. I hope you liked this episode. If you want to stay tuned and hear more personal stories of inspiring leaders, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or subscribe to our YouTube channel.